This is Kayla Geyer, the Craft Summer Intern, and I'm here with the hilarious Mindy McGinnis. She's an assistant young adult librarian in Ohio who graduated from Otterbein University with a bachelor's in English Literature and Religion. Just recently, she sold the movie rights to her novel, Not a Drop to Drink. Um, well, it's an honor to have you here today. Uh, first off, I want to talk about your video blog. Oh. But uh, the subheading for it says, you asked for it, I gave it to you. Hopefully yes. you don't regret it. So who is the you and exactly what did they ask for that caused you to make those spontaneous and funny videos? I started vlogging because I am a moderator at a website called Agent Query Connect. And I was there as an aspiring writer before I had even become agented. And everyone always told me, they're like, well, you need to do blogs. You need, and then people started vlogging, doing video blogs. And everybody said, you're, you know, you translate so well into words. We would love to see you actually perform a little bit. So the you is kind of a collective group of people that were like, we want to see you do something just ridiculous. I'm, I'm, hey, I can do that. I can totally do that. But you have to remember that you asked for it. So, <laughs> so I, I did. And I, I kept them going. I think I don't even know how many I have up there now. Ten or twelve, I think. But uh, it's always fun. And it's a good outlet for those little things that occur to you at two in the morning. And it, it just, there's no, uh, there's no translation for it. It can't be a short story. It can't be anything other than just a really dumb video that you make in your own uh, living room. So... <laughs> On your recent vlog, you answer questions about your book, Not a Drop to Drink. And what I think is interesting is how you address post-apocalypse as a time where our society is stripped of what we value, such as beauty and money, and it, and it is all about survival. Can you tell me a little bit more about that and what a young reader might take from that? Yes. I think that one of the reasons why people enjoy post-apocalyptic and dystopian literature, but more specifically post-apocalyptic, is because of the fact that when you put people, imaginary people, in these situations, they are stripped of any quality other than who they actually are. They, it doesn't matter what kind of clothes they are wearing. It doesn't matter if their hair looks good that day. It doesn't matter. They're not wearing makeup. It simply doesn't. The only thing that matters is to survive. And everything else is secondary. And when people are in those situations, your true self comes out, your core values, everything about you, who you actually are, is going to come out in those types of situations. And that's why I think that those genres are so popular is because all of the extemporaneous things that we accept as being part of our society that we all participate in, even the ones we hate, we all participate in it. And it's, it's interesting to, to think, you know, what if that's gone? Who am I if you take my Uggs? So, you know, that's, I think it's a good question. I think young readers can look at that and say, you know, if I were in this situation, what would I do? Would I kill someone so that I can survive? And I don't think that's a question that you can really answer until you're in that situation. I don't think that you could know yourself well enough until you were there. Out of all the dystopian issues, why did you choose a shortage of water? Because it's realistic. There are no paranormal aspects in my book. There are no zombies. There are no vampires. There are no aliens. There is nothing going on that is not inconce that is inconceivable. There, <clears throat> the idea for the book actually came to me after I watched a documentary called Blue Gold, which is about exactly this, the idea that there isn't enough potable water on our planet for us to drink. There are too many people and not enough water. 
And if you don't have water, you'll die in three days. Fairly short order. And if there is one resource that every single person needs in order to live and there's not enough of it, what happens? That's a really disturbing question. And that is more or less what this documentary was asking and presenting facts, very frightening facts. And that entire concept of something that is completely and utterly conceivable was just fascinating to me. It's uh, I'm not saying it will happen. I certainly hope it doesn't, but it's a conceivable reality. And I find that the most compelling. So in preparation, that's why you're handing out bottles of water, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. I have my bottles <laughs> of water here today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you also mentioned that this book has study guides and corresponds to core curriculum for schools. Can you tell us a little more about the themes that can be transferred over to the classroom? Sure. The book has a lot of questions about values and who you are based on your actions. And there's a lot of literature, especially in young adult literature, it's very easy to paint the world in black and white and to say there is good and there is bad. And that is it. And it's bad versus good all the time. But that's not how the world actually is. The world is gray. And you make decisions every day. We all do. That could be good or could be bad. And we make selfish decisions. And sometimes you have to make selfish decisions in order for yourself, even in a normal world, to be healthy and happy. So in a situation where you have to make a selfish decision in order to have enough water to live through the day, you're going to have to kill someone else in order to survive. And so your questions of your values, are you selfish? Does the word selfish even apply? Are you being selfish if you simply want to live? So that's a, that's a really big part of the book is what, what does it come down to uh, and who you are, what you will do in order to survive, and the question of your own values is, is a big part of the book. It's a big part of the book, yeah. So is Lynn uh, the main character? Is she seen in this heroic light and is supposed to be relatable for the readers? At first, no. Uh, Lynn has only spoken to her mother her entire life. She was handed a rifle when she was nine years old and told that she was going to have to kill to defend the pond and to kill in order to live. And this is the way she's been raised. She doesn't view other people as anything other than a threat. And she has to grow beyond that and has to ask herself the question of what is the difference between surviving and actually living? Because she is a frightened frightened person that just kills other people in order to survive and doesn't have any quality of life. She's alive, but she has no quality of life. And at first, no, she's not terribly relatable. And she has to grow past that and has to find elements of herself that are in there. I mean, they're natural human elements that we're all born with. We're social creatures. She has to discover that and move past this isolationist lifestyle that she's adopted by necessity. But she has to move past that in order to find any kind of uh, quality of life. When readers meet you, you have said that they are surprised by your sense of humor (laughs) compared to the dark tones in your writing. Yeah. Do you find it hard to distinguish a difference between who you are as a person from what you write? Uh, That's a really good question. I get that a lot because when I do panels and people watch my vlogs, they're like, oh my gosh, you're so funny. Your Twitter feed is so funny. Your blog is so funny. And your book is not funny. No, my book is not funny. My book is not funny. It's not meant to be funny. Um, I have written some things that are unpublished as of yet, but I have written some things that are more dark humor 
style. Uh, hopefully one day those will be published. But I like to take a different tone with each of my books. Not a Drop to Drink is very uh, simplistic. It's very dark. It's very harsh. Uh, the follow-up book, In a Handful of Dust, which will be out in September, is the, the same tone, the same uh, voice and style. But I have a gothic historical that will be out hopefully in 2015 that is a completely different voice, completely different style. And I think as a writer, it's good to push yourself and experience all these different things. If you're only writing one thing, if you're only indulging in one voice, then I don't think you're growing. And I can have a public persona that is, you know, a bit silly and and, uh, comedic or what have you, but then channel another element of my personality into my writing. And I think that... uh, Sometimes people are surprised by the tone of the book versus the person, the author. But it's also a good lesson because we are not what we write. Very rarely are you going to find someone that is exactly as their book. Because every single person has so many different elements of their persona. All of us do. Every single one of us. So you can just find an outlet for every voice you have inside you, I think. Um, so what's your next book going to be about? My next book that is being published is uh, In a Handful of Dust, which follows the story of Lucy, who is a character in Not a Drop to Drink. She's a child in Not a Drop to Drink. She's six, five or six. And then uh, it takes place 10 years after Not a Drop to Drink. Lucy is 16 or 17, and Lynn, the main character from Drink, is in her late 20s. And uh, there is a new threat uh, to their water source. They have to leave it behind And they have to find a new home. And it's the two of them on a cross-country journey on foot, trying to find a new place to live. That will be out September 23rd, 2014. The book I am writing at the moment will hopefully be coming out in 2015. And it is a gothic historical. It's actually set at the Ridges at the Insane Asylum in Athens. So I did a lot of research for that. And I really hope that I'm able to deliver. Deliver your baby, right? That's right. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Um, Well, it was an honor having you today. Thank you for having me. Follow Mindy McGinnis, author on Facebook and on Twitter at Mindy McGinnis to catch the latest quip and news from Mindy. Watch out for her next vlog on her blog website, writerwriterpantsonfire.blogspot.com. For additional interviews and extra information about the guests that appear on Craft, go to our website, www.crafttheshow.com. I'm your host, Kayla Geyer, the Craft Summer Intern, interviewing people I find interesting and doing it the way Doug tells me to. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Craft, only on WCBE, Central Ohio's NPR station.